Hemshech Hayim Beis, Volume 1, we're middle of uh, Chapter 108. Top of page 210, Reishut. Yeah. So, slowly and painstakingly we're going through the Parsha of Yaakov's life. It took him 20 years. We did it so far in three uh, sittings. Three days. Sum it up. See, that's the difference between a real story when you live through it. And someone tells you a story. Sipur. They tell you a story in a half hour, an hour. They're telling you 30 years of their life. So, is it really a gilly of lukus or is it uh, a taste? Now we're in the inn of Evan Sapir. Sapir, on the other hand, is obviously far more transparent. I think that's a good example because even the best story definitely is revealing but no way it's better than a number a number someone says to you, you know, I lived a hundred years difficult years you have nothing there I mean yes you have a I can't say nothing you have it's a, a summary the story tells it more and Sapir reveals obviously Behirus as he said transparency so in the story here it's really the story of the language of Chassidus of Kechus and Levushim which are just different ways of uh of how the divine manifests. One is in a form of, like you said, like the body or the faculties. They are both attached and they reveal. And Levushim are fundamentally concealers. And in order for this world to be the way it is, you need to have the Kalim, which limit the flow, and the Levushim, which conceal the flow, basically. Let's put it that way. And... It's not the kalim, but it's the levushim where, because of the concealing, when the levushim continue to conceal more and more, till the point where he says, I'm just using his language here that he used earlier, which I thought was very sharp words. He said, I'm reading the end of chapter Kuvav, 106. To the point, they completely concealed, to the point that the mazal is completely concealed, to the point that you could actually worship, and the portion being the sun and the moon. Kalim alone cannot do that. Kalim contain. Kishmam kemhu. They contain. They limit. They define. As we said, they take from Eir Ablikvul, and they make it, and the Eir Agvul, then turn it into a Kalim of Gvul. They uh, manifest in a defined way. But the real concealment happens on the Levush level. As he explained at length, that the Levushim are like the garments on the body, like the shoes and so on. In Ruchni, that's like Chashmal and Sandal, or in Arkesh Chashmal. And that is what, that's where the real troubles begin. What did Lavan want to do? He didn't just want Levushim, he wanted to intensify the Levushim. So the mound is basically an exaggerated Levush, to the point that it completely conceals. That he doesn't want to have the divine in his life, he doesn't want to have the bittel and so on. That's the story. That's, of course, love in the clipper. Love in the Gdusha, the Levush there is a holy Levush. So Levush there, it's also not a Keli, but it's a Levush, like he says, it can examples to be able to bring from Keser into Atsilis. But there, as he says, it's still the Mahus of Elokos. It's still the same personality of the divine. It's just jumbled up, disorganized letters in order for the flow to. But the goal there is the teacher and the student. On the Mosach, the Parse, the curtain or the shield or the veil and the cloak, after Tzil Sembriah is also on its own 
necessary, but Lavan goes and adds more. He wants to build a mount. He wants to build a mount. He builds a mount, a, a gal. And that gal, as he said, is basically the thing that blocks out all the, the holiness. And he, gave, and he explains it in detail, that in general it's referring to all the taivas and tainugim of Elam Hazah. Now we're talking Lavan, so it's not just a detail. It's either Chochm de Klippa or Kesed de Klippa. So it's an overall taivas, which what their basic role is to control your life, to control that, I'm, that, that this is all self-absorbed and Kedusha is somewhere else. Don't enter my domain, basically. This is the domain of the Nevesh Habamis, essentially, the animal soul. Okay. One second. So, for example, okay, one second. Uh, I wanted to just focus on one thing that we learned yesterday. And the counterforce to Lovon is obviously you need to have an energy. You can't just have the regular energy that's diminished because that's exactly what he's taking advantage of. He's taking advantage of concealing the regular energy to the point that it's completely black now. So if you want something to counter Lovon, you need to have an air, like he says, that's where I'm going here. Okay. Um, where's the Lashon exactly? Well, first let's talk more about his opposition. So his opposition, he doesn't want you to redeem the sparks that fell into existence, embedded in existence. He wants it to remain there. If it was up to love and there'd be no power of, of Baal Tshuva, there'd be no power to do Tshuva, there'd be no power basically to elevate sparks in the material world. You want to do Ruchnis? Lovan will say, go, go to Atzilus. Go into your domain. Don't, 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 not in this world, basically. That's, that's what he says. What's the language there? That Aniloi uh, Avin? Vimata, I don't come to you, you don't come to me. Basically. It's essentially the Yenim, what's the Russian? In Klippa, that is. The type of Oz of Hashem. I mean, if you want to put it that way. The God is in a different area. But Shemaim, Shemaim, there's positive types and negative. The positive is like, uh, you know, like, um, I mean, I have to look up a little detail, but I think the positive is basically that Ruchni is. Is more the domain. It's more spiritual. It's like uh, when when Shlomo Melch says, "Shemayim was leishemayim, Shemayim leichal kolucha afkebais." He's basically saying even Shemayim, which is the malachim, Shemayim there refers to ruchnius and elevated states. Aris nasli bnei adam means that our job is to refine the world. It's not like terele b'shemayim he type of thing. Ganeden is not the place for terele. I mean that's the simplest type, but there's different interpretations. Anyway. Okay, so then, so basically, so there's that avoid in this world. He even said that there's uh, there's a bit of mamay lamato, mamat lamayla through teira mitzvah and through tshuva, and then there's mamat lamayla through tefillah, through davening. Um, yeah, what did he say about the high neshamas? Basically, so it's all elevating what sparks that fell in very dark places. And this is the high neshamas of the gedim. Like uh, like you said, Gershon says, the Neshamas Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Meish, Maivavtayan, the Nevi'im, Avadya. Okay, so all that is uh, the elevations. Kolzer, the taste of Seir Vamshach. Now, all this comes from an additional power that's higher than the Tzimtzum, that's higher than the Pasais. That's why it has the ability to elevate. 
Because the energy that goes through regular Shtalshul, like he says, it comes through all the concealments. That's where the Parsa has an impact, and that's where Lovin can have an impact. Well, not say, let's not talk about Lovin for a moment. That's where, that's where it's all Mitzumtzum. Dafka so he said, nevertheless, even though there's a symptom, there's a definition, like I said, the containers define, but they don't conceal. So like you said, it's a medida atzmis. What was the example I gave from medida atzmis? Yeah, like in other words, that, that it's not annihilating. It's a limited flow, not because you're concealed, but because you're choosing deliberately to be limited. So all this, this is all the Masach and Pasach Gdusha. They're not; they don't completely conceal. But love and Arami, here goes. I love and Arami. He wants an intensification of this, of these garments, of these uh, cloaks. So in the regular situation, they're necessary. Because you're bringing from higher levels to lower levels, we need to have a flow. So you need to have a flow that goes more diminished, more diminished. He's coming and, and, and intensifying the block, and as such, wants to not allow anything through, like a v'nesechim avdilim, to stop the flow. So this is, uh, basically does not want to have the flow of Baal Shuvah, does not want to have Beis Amikdash, the Nuvim, and so on and so forth. <coughs> And then he explained in the parentheses, which we learned, the last thing we learned was, to explain the intensity of this clip, he explained it in the, in the context of Kesser of Klippa. Two aspects here. There's the Primi Taiva, which is more of a clip of, a Primi's Dik of Klippa, so to speak. What do you call it here? Um, taiva is, what did he say here? The Taiva begins a primitive clipper. And then there's the Makifim of clipper. So the, 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 the darkness and the concealment and the resistance of Lovan is such that he wants to block it all out. Anything that is good from the Nefesh. Basically, we discussed addiction, the idea of annihilating one's self destructive nature. So Taiva and Covid. So he said Taiva is a primitive clipper. I just wanted to see one thing. Is Tanugim Gashim Abbem? So that's all Kamak of the Klippa. Okay, I guess Taiva in, in relative to to COVID is a premium because overall he says Taiva is Tanugim. The Pachin is Makif from the Klippa. So so anyway, and then he went to COVID. What is COVID? COVID is like basically it's not something internal, but you want to be respected. You want to be recognized. And that's all about self, self sensing yourself, which is the uh, an ulterior. Uh, this is the uh, the what's they called the diametric opposite. Color is somebody living in a bubble, a bubble basically surrounding him. Okay. So COVID is that type of um, thing that completely consumes, it's completely opposite of holiness and kedusha because it's uh, focus is all about hergeshatzme. And then he goes on to say the same thing like levushim. Covered of Levushim and then the Levushim, the Tsiratzme, he shamed as a Tsir Shalei. So it's all about protecting his image, image uh, control. 
And all that is the the the, 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 the diametric opposite of Gdusha, of holiness, where it's all about bittel and giving up of yourself and putting yourself aside. And all this comes through Lovan, which is where we're up to right now. I just wanted to, just one second, before, I know you want to ask me something, I just wanted to do one thing, just check one thing. Okay, I just want to clarify, when he said that in, in order to elevate the sparks, you need to have a level that's taste and more than the regular revelation that creates. So regular, basically, like I said, there's a certain measure of energy that creates existence. Fine. If you want to elevate sparks that are embedded, like the higher sparks that fell, like the gerim, the high neshamas, you need a higher energy. That higher energy says... He says that higher energy um, So yeah, because the pastor, the regular pastor of Ishtalshlos, we're not talking lover now. Conceal. So if you want to get something that is embedded, you need to have something that's higher than the pasha, that the pasha did not conceal. So that's a, an additional energy. That's like mountain tater. That's like special, a special power. Fine. But then comes another situation. So this is, and in that situation, mesachim pasayis are not concealed. They are, they conceal the regular flow. But if you bring something extra, so you put look through avodah when a person does tater, learns tater, keeps them, does a mitzvah, does tshuva, works on uh, uh, um, inspiring others. So they bring an extra energy that challenges and the pas and and, and and pierces the pasa, pierces all the shields, and they're able to affect. That's fine. Because that's still Masach and Pasayas of Dusha. They, they don't conceal completely. So they allow uh, an abundant air. For example, if those Pasayas were really total concealers, they wouldn't allow Matan Teda to happen. So they don't ha- cause a high revelation, but they also don't block one because a high revelation is able to pierce them. So in other words, basically put like this. If you're teaching students, so there's a regular flow, and it gets diminished, diminished to the students that are of lower level. But from time to time, a teacher has to go and infuse it with a higher level because he really wants to get a student out of his blocked place. So you have to go even deeper. Fine. So he needs to dig deeper, and that deeper pierces even the regular shield or the regular cloaks and veils and the regular flow. But that's all proper. That's mesachim, that's curtains that are healthy and holy curtains. Okay? So think of it like this. All year round, 
the way Elokush, the way the divine manifests in existence, is uh, there's different days. On Shabbos there's more, weekdays there's less. But then comes once a year, Yom Kippur. Or once a week, Shabbos. Shabbos is like a gili from a higher place. So the regular veils are, the curtains are open on Shabbos. It actually says that the Chatzar Apnimi, the Beis Amigdash, on Shabbos, they, they, they open the door. So certain doors are open. And the pastor goes back, it closes up on, by Havdalah after Shabbos. So there's no battle going on. It's a, it's, it's a convent, it's the way the world should work. There are days that are more revelation, days less revelation. The high revelation is able to pierce the parsa, the curtain that is usually closed. But now that's that's a healthy process of curtains. So you have curtains that are healthy. Exactly, exactly correct. He says, taste was said, right? That's a good way to put it. But that's, you're not dealing yet with klipa. Then comes, he says, He, is, that's not enough for him. He wants, Chayol comes, the weekday comes, no, no, I, don't, I want to cl- cl- close the door. I don't want anything piercing here. So he wants to block the, the Musafim, basically, from coming in. And that's, essentially, he wants to block that flow. That's why he wants to block the Baltruva. He wants to block the Baltruva movement. The Giluim, that come from higher places, yeah. And and the clipper, Lovan. Well, let's put it this way. As I, I told you once, I once was speaking for a group, and I made a misnagged joke. Use the word misnagged, and I was speaking about actually, ironically, about unconditional love. So uh, a guy gets up. He says, "You know, your talk was very good. I loved it. I, can't, I went. I'm 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 what you would call a misnagged. So you love everybody, but misnagged based on your story." So I said, which was he, was, he made a good point. So I said, no, you have to understand. I told him there's a misnagged within each of us. I'm not talking about an individual, you. Maybe me. We all have, say, it's an archetype. I'm not talking about individual. Some people manifest, some people embody that archetype. Some people don't. But everybody's got the so-called thing in them. And I said, and you have a chos. And I told him, you have a chosid within you. There's a goyesha b'kibacha. And you have the chosid within you. The question is, which is going to dominate? Anyway, he was satisfied with that. We, we love them, but we don't hold them. Right. They hate us, but they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Really hold us. They hold us. <laughs> yeah. So in Aveda, this is all the Taiva. The, 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 in Aveda, this is the Klippa of, as he said, Taiva and Kovit, which is Keser of Klippa, which is Lovan. Keser. So Lovan is standing right there at the gate between Atsilis and Biya and building a mound that doesn't want to let anything through. Yeah, in Elam Hazagashmi Chumri, it's like he's saying here, but in Ruchnius, it's really the mound between Atzilus and Brias. He's creating a bigger block than necessary. In other words, he doesn't begin by stopping the the blood flow in Asiyah. He stops it right as it's coming out of Atzilus. So then, by the time it gets to Asiyah Chumri, we're in real trouble. He plugs up Malchus. Exactly. Good. Yes, he plugs up Malchus with his Kesser. Kesser Malchus like Kesser, but Kesser of Klipa. Remember, he said Lezel Umazeh. He has the power to do so because he has lumazay. He's not just a, a slouch. He has power, and that power blocks it. And what is it? Where does it manifest when a person is into covet, into levushim, into the tivers that he describes? That's lovan and in action. That's where we. That's where we are up to. You want to ask something? Yeah, I wonder. We, we seem to be excluding Caleb from the sun, from Zitra. What do we call the Indian of? First of all, we're not, we're not, we're not. In, like he said, in Zelu Umazah, there's all the ten spheres exist in Klippa, which means Iris, Kalim, and Levushu. 
It's not. That's not a contradiction. Air uh, of let's say chachma. When a person is uh, is conceiving a wicked plot, there's air in there. There's a keli and there's a lavush. You know, it's just like there's air and lavush when you're learn, learning the havdul Torah. Because it's Chachma being used. We're not talking about... The Levushim here are to explain how he has an impact on Gedusha, how he can block out the other side. So, so it's not that Klippas are... Klippas are, are rooted in... Are, have power in the world of Levushim. If the era of Gedusha is Meir, there's no room. There's just too much, like I said, when, when, when there's, no, when there's a, a, a cut on a person's finger, there's an open wound, that's where you got yourself problems. But when the air is very intense... There's no room for, it won't, it won't allow for uh, a lovin to come in, into play. Even Kalim on their own. On, on. Remember he said earlier, Malchus. As low as Malchus is in Atzillus, it's still the Kalim of Atzillus, is still Iu v'garmurichad. It's still divine. So, where is, where is the so you need a Levush. Huh? What? The infections will take hold only on the Levush level. They can't take hold on an Aaron Kalim level. But that doesn't mean that there's no Aaron um, Kalim in the, in the level, in the Zelu Umazah. That's a separate thing. It's two worlds, two parallel worlds. Everything is sacred, yes. Everything is divine. So then are there is a spiritual uh, of Did you ask a separate question now? Uh, yeah, I guess. Well, so what do you ask me? It wasn't a separate question. It's really the same question. Well, but, but the first, I don't know if I answered the first question. The question I answered is that there's absolutely Aries, Kalim, and everything in the Umazah. Everything is parallel worlds. No, it's it's God created parallel worlds. Hmm? Right, of Klippa. No, the question is, where do they? How could they take hold? In Atzilus, they can't take hold. Because in Atzilus, you have a healthy areas and There's no room for it. You need a very deep concealment for them to take hold. It says Bechlal that Yunikas Achitzenim happens one of two ways. For a ne- for a negative energy, think of it physically. Why don't infections take hold in a very healthy person? Because everything is intact. They, they need a vulnerable. They need vulnerability. They need something concealed. Tuma cannot come. Impure powers cannot come in a place where gedusha is very dominant. It has to come in a place where there's gedusha, but the gedusha is off guard. Like when a person dies, God forbid. Tuma. That's when tuma's mess. How come the same body a second before was was tahir, now it's tummy? Why? Because they gather where there's holiness, but when the holiness is not there, no one to protect it, so to speak. When there's vulnerability. So, so that, that's, that's why it's called Levushim. Because Levushim create that concealment, and it's almost concealed, that's where they can take hold. Okay. But the world of Klippas, so to speak, um, you ask me where they begin? No, it doesn't begin in Natsilis, obviously. It begins on the lower levels. But they have total Eris, Kalim, and everything. They have all, all the powers. Sometimes it says there is. No, that's a good question. Sometimes it says. No, but there is. But he's asking a separate question. It says some places that there is, but it's a different discussion completely. Not. It's not exactly called Atzilus. It says sometimes There's no ra, but there is some forces there too that uh, are very powerful. But that's. Rare, rarely discussed in Chassidus. Yeah, but that's a whole different. Uh, the, no, that's not a stake in Ganadin. That stake in what? You're talking about the shoes in Ganadin. No, a snake. Or the, uh, like oh, the snake in Ganadin. Ganadin is generally Bri or Yitzira. Ganadin is not Atzilus. But anyway, the point I'm making here is that there's Zemel Umazeh. That's another question you could ask. If there's Zemel Umazeh, is Zemel Umazeh to Erin Sof Lifniat Simtum? 
There's no level like that, but there's a power that can be so dominant like that power. Yeah. yeah. If you, if you, but it's not lifnat simtsum. The, the, the doesn't mean they have to be in the same area. If it's lifnat simtsum, means a person is completely consumed with God. The zelumazeh would be a person who's completely consumed with themselves. But that's on a very low level. They're not. The, the, the zelumazeh does not travel like this. It means in our world right here, you have two parallel forces inside of you. You have a nefshel kis shabamis. If you go to the root. In Atmos, you're not going to find Nefesh Abamis. In Atmos, you'll find the power to conceal. When that is evolves enough, a Nefesh Abamis can emerge. If you want to put it that way. That's really the difference between Bri and Atsilis. Atsilis means that even as it is manifest down below, it's still a divine entity. Bri means it also has a root in God. But when it manifests below, it's, it feels itself as an independent reality. And Klippa is dependent completely on an illusion. On the illusion that it's self-contained, like I said the other day, bluff. So basically, independence is illusion to that sort of I wouldn't say independence is not an illusion because the symptom is not an illusion. Clip is an illusion. Independence is a holy thing. God wanted us to be independent. What's a clip is when you decide that you're independent, you start worshiping yourself and say, "There's no purpose in your independence. Independence is fine." It's, and then you're alive. It's like a shliach. A shliach has to be a bad das b'fniatzme. Has to be a separate entity. He cannot be the mishaleach. But he is then dedicates his life to fulfill the role of the Mishleach. Where does it become a problem when he decides to go on his own? So independence per se is there's two choices. You could use your independence and become a channel, an agent for something greater, or you could become Kalim are an example of that. Kalim are so called a certain not independence, I wouldn't use the word, but they are more their 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 identity. Anyway, it all comes down to it begins with total unity. Remember you said we said Yachid. Then Echad, where there's diversity, but they're all aligned, like the Kalim. Then there's Levushim, which are still Gdusha. They cover up and they are able to express the idea to others, like through examples and so on. And then comes Klip. Klip is where it begins to take on Pirut. I'm on my own. If you really want to break it, that's how it is. That's how it's the, it's the sense. So once you get into the world of Klip, there's Eris and Kalim. But doesn't mean there's Klip in the higher levels, because they have no room to manifest. Remember, before Shvira Shakelem, there's altogether no room for any clip. It's only because of the, the, the misalignment that causes the shattering, where that's, that's besides the Levushim, that's where the real problems begin. So that diverts some of the uh, energies from the good side to the Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, you can't just divert. See, yeah, concealing can conceal, but like he said, it doesn't really create a radical uh, quantum leap. To create a quantum leap, that to create a Hitler. Or something like that. There, it's not enough just concealment. You need something that is radically. Like, think of it like this. Think of it to create a serial killer, a murderer. It's not just enough that he grew up in a not such a healthy home. You usually need some type of radical thing. That all radical things are a result of a radical behavior. Something caused it to be radical. Follow what I'm saying? So Shvir Sakelim, you could look at it as being the radical, the, the, the molestation, the abuse in, in psychological terms. Something that shatters something. Once it shatters, it's a whole new world. So, Sakelim is, is hiding. Yeah, I'm talking about the root of it. That something something was imbalanced and it caused a, a plot. Something, you know, something shattered. Anyway, go on. You wanted to ask a follow-up. <clears throat> Remember, do me a favor, very important. When you learn Exodus, do not become technical. If you start trying to find it where it's on the map, you're in trouble. It's not a map. It's all psychological and spiritual. 
And that's how you have to define. You have to find a psychological model where you can talk about it. Or else we're going to get into like, okay, but one second. If there's clip of this, then, then where is, is there clip in, in, in Atsilis? It's a question, but that's not the issue here. The issue is you have to understand the concept of it. That's why I keep the example. A healthy human being, there's no infection possible when a person's immune system is strong and they're healthy and so on. Now, if infection comes into play, like I said, there's two reasons in Exodus explains. One, because there's so much concealment, so there's room, there's vulnerability. Or, there's detachment. The makif can allow for klippah. Because it's like detached. It's like the king who's removed and aloof. So, so that's the second reason. But that's not discussed here. That's another. Yeah, like that. Shmam is to Tapish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. I know exactly where it is. It's a, uh, it's um. Uh, so it's not really a separate entity. It's, a, it's basically the same. Remember, there's different interpretations. You see, now we're even talking now. Sometimes it says in in, in Svarim, I just in, in, in Kabbalah said this that there's four levels. There's Edus, Kalim, Hecholus. And Levushim. And sometimes say they say Eiris are Atzilis, Kalim is Bria. It's like Neshama Guf. Uh, what was the third thing? No, no, no. Levushim is the last. Is like Asiya. So it's, everything is microcosm, macrocosm. You have to always remember that. Yeah. So you see here, we already had interpretation that the Kaches and the Guf are all in Atzilis, all the Kalim. But that's correct. It's, I, I would basically, if you really want to break this, three levels in Kalim. There's inner Kalim. Middle Kalim and outer Kalim. I'll speak about the middle ones later, but uh, but generally speaking, that's probably Svida, Sapir, uh, Sipur, and Misper. I would say probably the way. It's, it's, I mean, I said that as Derechera. I didn't see it, but it doesn't say it so explicitly. So I don't want to say it. I'm not definitive about it, but it sounds very much like that. Now remember, the the the, the more inner the Kalim, the more closer it is to the energy, the more transparent it is. So it's, you know, so it loses its uh, its its separate identity. So a number, it's more the sheer number, the volume, the the keli of it, the identity. It's chesed, not gvura. In the the primis, in middle keli would be more like telling the story. The story, so the details become less uh, less tangible. And then there's the transparency. What we said, what I said before, that it's uh, like a story itself. You tell in a half hour or ten minutes, and it's a story of for more time and more experience, that's Behirus, right, exactly. But he's going to get back to it. So right now, what we're really stuck in here, not stuck, we're in the middle of the discussion of how these Mesachim, how these Parsois, that are meant to be healthy garments, can become abused and become basically, uh, these concealers become uh, weapons. This is Lovin's weapons. All this that we discussed Love and the building of the mound, which is this block that he's creating between Atzilus and Biyah, which, as he said, is all about le- not letting the light in. He's an agent of darkness. And all that he said before, is that, 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 that what would be, there would be very strong words. It's unbelievable thought, if you think about it. You know, all the Rebbe spoke about in the 60s, that the young Jews today, they're all over the place, brought up in Tanekh Shanishbu, so it's not their fault, they grew up in homes that never gave them education. 
So you can ask yourself a question. Okay, these sparks are pretty dark. It's very hard to reach these people. You can't even find them. The fifth son, they don't even come to the Seder. So one can argue, how are they going to be a spark here? So leave it up to Lavan, and there'd be no Seders. They would never have an awakening. The fact that they have an awakening means that it's not airtight. That something did break through. Or loving a weaker. It doesn't really explain, but I'm saying loving in its full strength would have had none of that. That's the piercing? That's the opposite of the piercing. That's the blocking. I'm saying the fact that something did get Yeah, that's the piercing. I, I would assume that it's going to say that Yaakov's Matseva is a challenge to Yaakov, to a Lovin's Gal. That's and probably what he's going to say. Yeah. yeah, so in other words, if Lovin are left alone, because he didn't yet get to how do we counter Lovin's Gal. He just spoke about it. You know, so we have to get back to that. We do know that before Lovin's Gal, there is a regular order, and there's an additional abundant revelation. Like he said, that uh, that's the, basically the work with the chain. The, the Yaakov's work with the chain, Lovin, yeah. But now, when Lovin's about to part ways with Yaakov, like we're going to learn right now, now the stakes are high. Now is where we're going to decide who's what's going to be the future. Yaakov Halachaldake. Hey, it's after Tishrei. Now we're up to... In Tishrei, Lovin can't do too much. Because that's with the full intensity. Tishrei, like you said, Tishrei, there's Musafim Kilchasan, etc., etc. So now you have a lot of energy. Now comes the winter months. The cold winter months where the... It's getting more concealed. And you're not gonna, you're gonna, now you're on your own, so to speak. So that's what he's going to say here. Because also love and shalamata, all this love and did, building the gal. Blocking it all. When did he do this? He didn't do it before Yaakov started his Aveda. He's doing it now when Yaakov's going back home. Lamata, he's saying, Dafka love and shalamata, because he's talking the love of Lumaza. When is, he, when is all this love and doing? Doing after he saw that Yaakov was successful in all his uvdis, in all his so-called uh, mechanisms, machinations, all his uh, activities. It's a nice word, uvdis. Not a word, it says uvdis. Bamaklis. Because when you look in the Torah, what does it say when he's tending to the sheep? He's doing all this breeding, the maklis. The, the, the spotted maklis and putting them that the sheep should see it, etc., etc. When he saw that he was matzliach in this, and of course physically the matzlocha was that he said, based on that, you know, the, the, the sheep that are like this will go over to me, these sheep will be yours. It was a whole uh, transaction. In Aved we learned what it was. It's a kudim nekudim vrudim. Yaakov was creating the, a, a, a flow of energy. Like he said, all the energies were coming through Yaakov. Both the what he called, I like that, Tmidin Kisidran and Musafun Kilchasan. Both the, the so called regular flow of energy should be healthy and also the extra flows. So when, ya- when Galvin saw such success that, love, that Yaakov knows what he's doing, now he's a dangerous, dangerous adversary. He was in the Shabbat Clovis. He was the Rebbe of the Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly right. He's the Rebbe of the times. He saw what this Rebbe was doing. Shehim Shabachin Hashem Ma'ad Etikun. Gambit Sein Lovan. This is a very that he was mamshich. What the ma of tikkun? What's the ma of tikkun? Bittel. He said bittel is the main thing. Ma of tikkun is opposed to ban behema. In the chain of lovon, the nega. So now he's talking according to the second interpretation, not lovon libun, the shedish um, levin elyon. And he's seeing that he's taking the chain of lovon. 
which a chain of Lavan you can imagine, were the sheep of Lavan, were like Lavan, meaning they were not very holy, and he's taking that Lavan, which is Ban, and also Behemoth's Ban, he's taking his animals, his sheep, and he's transforming the darkness to light, more than just the regular flow. This is important here, because remember, there's no Gal yet, so here, not only is Yaakov doing the right thing, he's also transforming the world. Like if he wasn't transforming the world, he'd say, okay, you know what, you want to be a Shemitah, it's fine, don't bother me. But you're coming now in my territory, you're taking my chain, my sheep, and you're being successful in transforming it more than the regular measure. In other words, you're taking Chayel and you're making it Kedish, essentially, you're taking the mundane, you're sanctifying it. Like it says, Vayifrit that the man was very, it was Vayifritz, he was uh, abundant, uh, he was very successful, basically. Vayifritz also means like uh, abundance, like, uh, like no, in a positive way, like, but what, the actual text, Vayifritz, Eish, Maid, Maid, means more, also it says it by, uh, does, no, 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 by him it says, Vayitzliach, Eish, Maid, Maid, by Yosef. Vayifritz, Eish, Maid, Maid, means that he, that the, the, the animals uh, basically multiplied. Eat wealth. So this is all he's taking. This is all still what Lovin is seeing, and the pasuk says the mekola shalavino ase. Also, the children, the family of Lovin, saying everything you took is all from our father Lovin. So in other words, you took his, and with that you were successful. It's his investment. It's his. It's his livestock. Shabir mitzayin Lovin denega. All this demonstrates that he was refining. The, the saying, the sheep of Lavan of Nega. And go, let's continue on. The haven, and he understood. See, Lavan was no idiot. He said, from that, from that, if he saw what Yaakov was able to do till now, this is a very uh, and powerful piece. From what he saw Yaakov was able to do till now, what the Rebbe was able to do till now, he realized... So if you add that, that based on this, going on this rate. yeah, going with this with this type of personality, he's got real, yeah. the owner, so to speak, the Baal of world of Atzilus. He's not just in Atzilus; he's a Baal Elamatikum. This is, by the way, Loshon of the Mitle Rebbe. All this, it's very poetic. The Sakunal Halis that he can repair and elevate. Akol Meneged the Bia, everything from the from the translucent clipper of Bia. Not just what he did till now. So in other words, he's not just he's, he's, on, a, he's on a roll. Not just that he did it till now that he transformed the chain that if you leave him on his own, Yaakov is going to change the world. Basically. Yeah. That's a very dangerous guy. Right? Uh, this is already trouble. So now... Like it will be in the future. What does it say? All the nations then will be transformed. Safa Bruda. Speak one language, a clear language. Bruda, interesting, seems like Behirus, like, you know, a Klarkite. Shivur Hakol. Everything will be refined. This is still, you see, my sing song is still one that, that calls us a love. All this love and did because he saw all this. He saw what Yaakov was capable of, so he decided, you know, enough is enough. I'm building a mound, and that's it. I'm building a mountain here. I'm not going to let this go on. A nice way to explain Lovan. This week's Pasha, no? Lovan Arami, the troublemaker. One second.
Is it better to skip the... How long is it? It's all six lines. Yeah, yeah. Six lines. But I'm just going to go back to the... Because it's like magic innovation. We could do that either way. I don't care. That's the difference. I'll go back in a moment. Yeah. If you want to skip the parentheses just to see the end of it, then we'll go back to parentheses. Let's try it out. Experiment. Not my style. But uh, but we'll... Out of obviously slow, I'll... I'll, I'll uh, it's a flow. That's why. We'll go back, trust me. You guys fight it out. I'm not getting involved. I need to be on everybody's good side here. <laughs> okay, let's try it. Doctor, Doctor, obviously slow will help us on this. I thought it was... <laughs> <laughs> that was very good. <laughs> I thought you were saying that Abraham wants us to read here. Okay, it's the story of your life. You finally found the place, and they tell you you got to go somewhere else. It's like when you go to you know you spend the whole day looking for your terminal in the airport, and then they t- you come there after schlepping, and they tell you they, the last minute they changed the gate. <laughs> we'll do it. It's fine. It's fine. Let's see. Maybe maybe we'll get a taiva. Okay, so so going skipping the parentheses, which is not my style. I'm saying again for the record, and I apologize to Rebbe Rashab. Um, and because of this fear, also love and gala hafsik. Because of this whole fear that we just said, that that Yaakov is going to bring Mashiach, basically. That's exactly what he's saying here. Because of this fear, Lavan did this. Also, love and gal, he built a mound. To separate between Nega, the Klippa. Nega literally means translucence, but it means the the, the shell of Biyah, Briyatsirasiya, Latsilis. Omar, Kinister, Ki. What does it say in the Pasuk? Yaakov Lovin says that? Yeah. In this parasha? At the end of the parasha. Kinesos Ishmael means as we will separate from one another. But Nesos also means Helam. So, aha. Kinesos Ishmael, as we will separate, we will hold on to this covenant, right? That's what it is. Uh-huh. That's what he means, the word Nesos. It doesn't just say we should part ways. We should conceal. It means... A complete conceal, covering and concealment. He said an Yeah, but aver. Uh, just as I will not pass this boundary. Yeah, 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 yeah. I So he says, Rashi says, they wouldn't see each other. Which means, means as they go, as they go there different ways. Then he continues. He says, basically, I won't cross and you won't cross. Yeah, clearly, it explains the whole end of this parsha. Look how, how, how much, why is there such a long story about the gal? How much? It's just, but there's like you know, like maybe. The second gal was, 
No, no, there is no first gal. The only gal is after they left. The matseva, there's a first matseva. No, he's referring here. This, the story starts here. He's not referring to the gal then. He is. We are exactly referring to the Gal. He's going to Yaakov, right? Yeah. And he built a mount, and he's telling Yaakov. I thought he said the Gal was made after Yaakov. No, oh, when, when they were parting ways, the last yeah, encounter. Yeah, on the left, and then he ran after him for three days. Right. Yeah, that he ran after, him, but then in their last encounter, after he caught up with him, uh-huh. they had a confrontation, and that's when the Gal was made. It's very clear here that the Gal is not some no positive thing. It's clear that it's not just. You see that he's separating. I mean, he let him go. He didn't. He says, "I'm not going to kill you." That yes. So basically, because of this theater, so and the saucer, and she begins says to him, "Imanila Aver, I won't pass." Which means begins halama matlamayla that there will be no elevation from a matlamayla, like he said earlier, tefillah, that from below elevating the sparks from the bottom up. The imatolais Aver begins some shachal mayla mata, and and you should and you will not. Pass. Don't bring me teira and mitzvahs and tshuva and all the other good things. V'zeu shekaras agal yigar sadusa. Pasuk also says he called yigar sadusa, which is an Aramaic word. V'isa b'shach sifsekayin ala teira. The only time it says the teira in Aramaic word. Tetafes some say is also. Yeah, tadvika. But right, yigar sadusa. So isa b'sifsekayin ala teira. Sifsekayin writes. Five hundred and thirteen. Five hundred and thirteen. And Yigar? Yigar is nine sixteen. Nine sixteen and then thirteen. Nine twenty six. Nine twenty nine. And uh, I have to look up this text. Okay. Hashem a chilof is when you reverse letters, like you know, ad bash or something. Like, so, but I'm not sure how the chilof works here. Yud kevovke. Yud could be reish. Uh, it's it's well. The bottom line it adds up. I want to look it inside. I don't want to say anything. The bottom line is it's um, we're outside the parentheses. It's also complicated. <laughs> um, that's a gematria of the name of Hashem. But what does what does that have to do with? Uh, with Lovin, uh, Lovin is trying to block it. The Hainu Shemekemi Vachizosi who bechilufim v'tipus. Aha. Not that he wants the divine revelation. He wants the chilufim. Because generally speaking, when every letters are are chiluf and tmura, chiluf is a is is a exchange. Uh, tmura, uh, the difference in chilufim and tmura. Chilufim are um, replace, replace. Chiluf is a replace. You like uh, tmura is exchange. Like the at, like aleph, right? Aleph and tof. Chiluf is not when it's like that. Chiluf is when you actually have certain letters replaced by a different letter. Like an ayin and an aleph. Yeah, like that. So bottom line is the word is like this: when these letters are revealed, you'd kevavke. It's divine revelation. When they're in a chiluf, it's already concealed. 
A gematria is obviously the most concealed because it's complete only the number. But so he's saying that he wanted the space and his grasp is the chilufa mitfuris. That's why he said Yigasadus. He said it not in Hebrew. He said it in Aramaic. He said, in other words, he wants to have a replacement. He doesn't want to have the divine revelation. So what's that? Shahu inyan Hashem alekeinu Hashem echad. Yeah, it's Hashem alekeinu Hashem. That's for sure. Hashem alekeinu Hashem echad and Shema. So probably the chiluf of Hashem alekeinu Hashem. That's that's the gematria. I have to look up what that chiluf is. I'm not sure what the chiluf Hashem alekeinu Hashem. Anyway, well, so what is this? This is generally the are the garments and the and the veils, the curtains that whose general in Yonim, their general role is to conceal. And he wanted and he wanted even a, even a more increasing concealment canal, as we discussed earlier. So we're going to look up the Yigar Sadus exactly what it is, but I'll look it up and see if it's okay. And this is from the Tzamech Tzedek, I'm sure. So we go back to the parentheses. Okay? So what do we have? That love and seeing all the success of Yaakov and realizing the stakes that this man can do a lot of damage, quote-unquote, and transform the world and bring Mashiach, basically, Ozepech, and elevate it all, that's why he went ahead. Because this fear, he went to build this mound. He doesn't want, that's what he, he doesn't want. The, the, the biyah has sparks in it. No, 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 no. Biyah has sparks in it. We learned before that in this world there's sparks. You elevate them through davening. He doesn't want that elevation to take place. That's a separate issue, but that's not relevant. He's talking here that I will not cross to you means that nothing from my domain will cross to you. I don't want you to elevate these parks. We're not talking what you're saying. You're going. That's another issue. That he wants the energy and doesn't want that. That's that's a given. But here he's specifically speaking about the two. There's two ways that the sparks of this world are are connected to God. Mamayelamata, you go. Yaakov goes and gathers them. That's what he said earlier. Teir and mitzvah, you do a mitzvah. Even tshuva, I think he called mamayelamata. Why is that called mamayelamata? Tachas, the person has to do it. What? Because relative to tefillah, tefillah, on the other hand, goes into the world and elevates the sparks. We're initiating everything. That's not the point. The point is how you initiate. You initiate it when you learn teir. You're learning something, and the learning is elevating. When you're davening, you're actually taking the world and you it's like bringing a carbon. It's the difference between bringing a carbon or drawing down energy. I think he said before that tshuva, for some reason, let me just see this a second. The bottom line is, he does say that tshuva is that tshuva is mamayl lamata, whatever reason, and tefillah is mamat lamayla. So he doesn't want any of that. He doesn't want love and doesn't want either of them. Basically, he wants to hold on to those parts. I don't know if that's the word here. The word is he wants to be self-absorbed and interested in his own 
his own power. Yeah, absolutely. Then might we go back to the parentheses. So what does the parentheses say? We go back to the parentheses, which says the following. So it's the middle of the discussion of uh, of how will be my lost love. Mashiach comes, will be this transformation that the Lavan is concerned with because Yaakov is able to do it. So here he goes. Yeah. So he's breaking it down more specifically. Remember, I just want to say this before we read it inside. It's very important. Because it's a picture that constantly repeats itself here. You know, I'm, I'm just going to use an example in our own personal lives and then we'll apply it to here. A child is born in this world. With God's blessing, the child is healthy. And everything is aligned. Right? Then the child begins to breathe in the toxins of the material world and begins to be impacted by mortal parents and flawed human beings and starts having experiences in a very broken world. And the child begins to see, you know, people lie, duplicity, all the pains of this world. You know, hopefully it comes slowly, but at some point everybody loses their innocence to some extent. And then you have to deal with a broken world or a broken person. Because we all have our challenges that were shaped as we experience life. And we are no longer that pure child that was born that was exactly the called Tzameinu Kid Musen. Exactly the way God envisioned it. Everybody relates to what I've said so far. Now the problem is we're on this side of the parsa, which means it's hard to see how we were then. We already see ourselves from the perspective where you are today. But from your behavior, you can figure out you can extrapolate to say, okay, something's not working, let me figure out what it is. You know? And our goal, of course, with the Teda, is to realign ourselves to what God wants of us. But we have to know we're living in a world full of challenges. Besides, even in the healthiest environment, there's a big tzimtzum addition, there's a lot of concealment that doesn't make it easy to find your way in this world, and especially to know what is your destiny. What's your calling? Okay. I'm using a simple personal example because it will help understand the whole context here. Now, we all make our mistakes. Once you make mistakes, a new series, a new chapter opens up. What do you do about a mistake? Many people just repeat mistakes. And mistakes lead to more mistakes. Then they cover up the mistakes. And then they go into denial. Say it's not really a mistake or not really this. And just blame somebody else. So it's a whole mess that everybody in their different ways are involved in. And, uh, and it's hard sometimes to find what's the real truth. We're also subjective. You know, we love ourselves, so we're not easily receptive and open to uh, an objective reality. We have our comfort zones. We're, we're uh, our status quo. We're not ready to... But then a person comes and brings themselves and says, you know what, something's not going well. I need to have additional strength. And they do tshuva. I mean tshuva, I mean in the broadest sense of the word. Tshuva means here that they uh, get themselves together and they fix the situation. Which means that they have to dig deeper to uh, heal. In physical terms, it means an illness. A person has an illness or a spiritual illness. To fix an illness, you can't just rely on the regular. You need to have an additional strength. And that's our lives. There's the lives that we live, our regular lives, which is probably is far from perfect. And then there's extreme situations, and hopefully we are able to repair and fix. 
Mashiach or Geula in a personal terms means Geula Pratis. When you're completely aligned to what God wants you to be and you regain that health and the way even stronger than it originally became because there's a purpose for Haidus. Even the concealments and even the distortions were all made in order to bring out your deeper strengths and in order for you to make a Dirabatachtem to transform your situation from darkness to light. The story of Yaakov in Choron is exactly that. It's our story. Erechaim says, is the story of every neshama goes from Be'er Sheva, the, is the Shiva Midas of Atzilus, Sheva, and goes to Choron, which is Charein Af, wrath. It's a place of Helam and Lovon. And we have to deal with cunning people, with liars, with corruption. And, and, and exactly what Yaakov deals with, like he says, 20 years I ate, I didn't sleep. I ate, I, you know, the whole thing. Yeah. But that's where he builds the Shvatim. Yaakov's greatness happens in Chodan, not in Etzisrael. In Chodan he builds all the Shvatim, except Binyamin are born there. So the whole cloud of Israel is born there. Out of the darkness. And he takes the Birut Shein, as we said, the whole Hamshachas of Seder Shlashas. All happened in Chodan. And then he's ready for Shafti B'Shalem. He's ready to go back to the Gula, basically. He was ready for Mashiach now. Of course, Kofzal of Rugzi Shalesev doesn't, it's not so simple, not ready yet. But the story is one of exactly that. You begin a life of pure life. Then you have to deal with an Esav. You have to run for your life. Then you have to deal with a Lovan. Then you have to deal with all the challenges. But those challenges bring out the best in you and have the power to transform. That's the story of Yaakov, the story of all of our lives. I'm talking about Yeshev when he comes back. The Koftzal of Rugzi Shal Yeshev. The Rashi there. Yeah, there's the Dina in between as well. I didn't spell out every sorry he had. Um, but you want to be complete, yeah. See, Yaakov is far more a story of our lives than Avram and Yitzchak. Avram and Yitzchak are also have lessons and they also we might solve a similar bonum. But Yaakov is far more, that's why Yaakov says later to Pare. How long did you live? He said, I lived short and difficult years. 147 is not so short, but relative to 175, 180 of, of, of Yitzchak, it's short. But more importantly, Be'echus, no one suffered like him. He had to deal with his sons, to deal with Esau, to deal with Lovan, to deal with his Yesav being sold, 22 years, etc., etc. Mitzrayim. So bottom line is, Let's take it now back to Kriya Salem. Everything is Mailum Cotton Zahad. Everything is microcosm, macrocosm. The world is exactly the same. Where the world is created like a newborn child. By the way, our personal growth from childhood through adulthood is exactly how the world grows. Precious Baralakim. Elam al Miluya Nivra, as he said. The world is created a perfect world. Miluye. As he said in Loshna Kabbalah, Malchus is on the highest level. There's Gilead Lakus in this world. We say in Basilagani. What does he say? That Ikashkina Basilagani Achesikala, why does because Ikashkina Bitahtainim Hesa. The Mokim Shay Ikri Bitchila, Ikashkina Bitahtainim Hesa. So when Odam and Khavar and Ganadin are like newborn children, they're twenty years old, but they're like newborn consciousness. Everything is aligned. Then comes Khetetzadas, that's their loss of innocence. We all go through our Khetetzadas in our lifetimes, probably more than once. But what happens now? Because remember, even though it was a perfect world, it's not a world that is God yet. It's still a bracious but elakim. There is a tzimtzum elakim. There's a helam. There's toyu. The sage is set for problems. There's a nochash. They had choice, but it's set. 
And then, and then starts the levushim start coming to play. That these concealments now block. They block the energy. That's why Avram Adam Achava before the Ched did not need levushim. Yimam have the whole story here. He says it all. They didn't need garments. Why? Because there was no zulas. They were not interacting with something that has any room for any klipa. Levushim are only needed, as he said, garments for outside reasons. To protect from the weather or to cover yourself from other people. In a place where everything is pure, like a newborn child does not, does not have any shame. There's no consciousness. Uh, there's no guilt. There's no sense of, there's no even sexual identity to feel about. That There's nothing to be ashamed of. Then suddenly Chetet Tzadah changes the whole picture. And now they cover themselves because there is a consciousness. But they do tshuva. And now starts the process, the bottom-up process of actually now retra- dealing with fixing what was broken. And here you need more keiches. You need more energy. You can't just go back to Breshe's Baralakim because now you've fallen. So you need more strength. That's why comes Avram and Yitzhak Yankov. Then comes Matan Teira. Matan Teira gives power but by, by Bukhila Sabriya, it says there was no there was exeda. There was a split. That which was above stayed above, that which was below Ruchnius and God, matter and spirit could not meet. But that doesn't mean the world was not a an aligned world. The world was aligned. Think of it like animals. Animals living in this world never defy God's will, but they also don't elevate anything. But in order to elevate, you need to have, like he says, um, um, you need to have an energy. So we have special keiches. The, the Avram began by, it says Avram, we'll learn later, the Avram, the Matan began with Lech Lecha of Avram. He began the Matan Teirah Yaakov, we learned before, was the Tchilas Hamshacha. Remember, we said yesterday that Yusrei was able to be transformed by Meishar Rabbeinu. Yusrei wanted the same thing, Lovan. He was like Lovan. He was Kesar of Klippa, that's what he said. Chachm of Klippa, rather, I'm sorry. So Yaakov begins this. Yaakov, Yaakov Shapadas Avram. Yaakov begins this refinement. He's bringing in higher energies in a world that's not perfect to the point that he's able to transform even the sheep of Lavan, who's from Klippa. But now the war is not over. There's a final stand. When Lavan sees the stakes, he says, "Uh oh, this is trouble." He's better to about to create, transform the world, and bring it back, bring it to its ultimate purpose. He has the power to transform. So what's a final stand? As we all know, when the Klippa makes a final stand, it brings all its best powers. And Lovin comes popping up with his whole gal. He builds this mound. And now he's fighting the whole, uh, whole Gilead Lukus. So the, essentially what we have here is the story of, as I said, a regular flow of godliness in the world, an extra flow to help repair, and then you have the Menagid, that blocks it all and tries to stop it. And Levushim is where it all takes place because Levushim is the place of concealment. So if you talk about now in Lashon Aksidus, when we're born, it's like Eris HaKelem of Atzilus. When the world was created, Eris HaKelem of Atzilus, everything is aligned. Obviously it's Asiyah, so it's not exactly Atzilus, but I'm just giving the example. But there's Levushim. There's Levushim, but they're Levushim, like he says, that are healthy Levushim. They're holy Levushim. Like there's, like a Parechus, there's curtains in Beis Amigdash too. Those curtains are not negative, they're positive. Because you live in a world. You live in a world where day one is air, day two is rakia. You have a world of diversity. But just like, would you say there's, a, when they say there's a parechus, not parechus, there's a havdala between the food pipe and your air pipe. 
There's nothing wrong with that. That's the way it should be. In a structured world, you need, there's a difference between chesed and gvura. So there's parsois in atzillas, there's parsois higher than atzillas. But that, 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 that's fine. But the stage is set. Now it's possible, in the lowest level of the parsa, there's vulnerability. So now, because of the concealment, comes the nachash. Okay? And nachash is like lovan, like the same idea. And he is uh, resists. And here you need to have an abundant energy to be correct that. So Yaakov is doing all this work. Yamat and Teir, as I said, and all that. But then there's the other side that has power now. And this power of Lovan it represents the Lumaza of this world. And there, they, they, there it's, being, it's building all kinds of blocks and obstacles not to allow us to do what we have to do. So really you have here almost like three things going on. You have regular flow of divine energy, you have an abundant flow of divine energy, and you have the resistance, which of course will require even a bigger abundant flow to challenge that, which we didn't get to yet. So this uh, this will help understand this parenthesis and also the earlier one. If you remember, the parenthesis on page Reish Vov was also similar. We spoke about Matanter, um, uh, yeah, but that Betchila Sabri said that Yaakov. I'm, I'm explaining because if you remember the bottom of page 206, he said. The Yaakov's working of bringing an abundant amount of divine energy was like the beginning of creation, which is a taste of Mount Teda, essentially. And then afterwards, in a way you could say that when Yaakov was doing with the sheep, the 20 years, Nilovim probably would not have had the power to build a gal then. Because Yaakov then was at his full intensity. He was not vulnerable at all. He was very strong, he was building and all that. He's bringing a, a real Gilead Lekus. It's when he's leaving. I guess there's a, he's not in the middle of the Aveda now anymore. That's what it appears a little here. That's when Lovan is able to, like, you know, it's, it's like it's almost like with Yaakov fighting later the Malach of Esau. By night he could fight. When he's vulnerable. But, yeah, when he's vulnerable. He can't do it by day. By day the Malach says, I can't, you know, he has to leave. It, it, it says in Chassidus, Kabbalah, the Zayah says that it had to be by night. Because night is a time where you yeah, there's less uh, kedusha, less holiness. Okay, so let's read this parenthesis because you see there's a constant theme in Rejvov, If you go back on page Reish Dal, the same thing. We talk about Malchus going up. He said the same year Beis Elikim. It's all he was building something for Beis Amigdash. It's all the gili, a higher gili. He wants to build a higher gili. So it's regular flow, abundant flow. Love and is disturbed by that. I would even say further that if, if Yaakov was not interested in transforming, he was just regular doing. He was a regular frumid from any religious community. He wouldn't bother him. The problem was he was going to transform. He was going to change the world, and he wanted to bring a higher level of elokus. That's the thing. That's clear. That's because that's where that's where he's threatened. As you now you know. Okay. So another parenthesis. I, I remember the exact names of the level, yeah, but you could say that. The Nachash is, it's, it's all, uh, they're all reincarnations of each other. Shosh Kripp Satmeis are not a force that are that usually defined in this way. You never you never will find something that says Shosh Kripp Satmeis on one of the individuals. Huh? They're not trying to do anything in the world that is so far gone that Um... That's one aspect of it. Another is he's talking about the root of everything. Nothing starts with Shosh Kripsa Tmeis. Klippus Nega is the root of the problems. Even Amalek he didn't call. He called Amalek here. He said, Klippus Amalek, 
is also in that level here. Here we're talking about concealment of the divine above all. There's a whole other discussion, which I really, frankly, um, I went, you know, we learned, learned it. I think we completely don't know what we're talking about when it comes to those things. We know very little what it is. What, what does it really mean? I mean, we learned the Tanya and we're told certain things, but it's very simplistic. It's not that uh, simple. Can't be mad Huh? Can't be mad I don't know. Can't be mad yeah, I understand, but what is it? What, what can't you be mad? Give me an example of it. You think it's so simple? Uh, is, is a horse a source of satmes? You can't A horse. You're not allowed to eat a horse. It's trev. But you ride on it. Right. When you ride on it, you can ride it for a mitzvah. So is it source of satmes or is it clip uh, snake? So it's a, so it's a relative thing. I'm, I'm trying. It's not. It's more difficult than you think it is. It's not so simple. Is it relative or is it a we learn it, it's almost like, this is Klippas Nega, this is Shloshus and this is Ketusha. So I'm asking, throw, show me three objects, name them, that this is Shloshus Klippas this is Klippas Nega, this. It's not so simple. They're not, there's no objective. Even a Chazer. It is. Something that you can't have enough from. Something that you can't have enough from. So you're talking about states, not physical objects. You're talking about, it's a state. Physical objects. There are physical objects that can't have any enough from it. So like a Vedazara. Okay, but Avedazar, let's start with Avedazar. Avedazar began, let's say, a tree. Once again, a tree is Klippus Nega. Then a person worshipped this tree. So he took it from Klippus Nega and made a Shlopus Klippus Atmeis. So what, what exactly happened? I'm, I know what you're saying. It's not so simple. It's, but it's not a, it's, it's an object that was changed by a person's kavana, not because the object changed. Right. Is anything created Is there a creation that's a creation? It's not so simple. It's mostly through us. Because a tree, there's no thing as a tree that grows at Sony Zavay de Zara. Right, <laughs> exactly. Even a pig, it, it, you know, the, as, as repulsed as you may be by it, but a pig is, a, you know, the people who sell pigs and make money on it. It's not Osir Bahano. Yeah, but also the time. Right. I'm, I'm not, I didn't say we don't know anything about it. I'm just trying to say it's not as, as physical object related as we are, as we think. Even what it says in Tanya, he says rooted there. It doesn't say. Then he says, but the, you have to remember that the Rabbi Hillel Parshim, the name of the Alter Rebbe says, the Chesidum come from Klipas Nega. So, what does that mean? So there too you have that you could have something that is um, begins one way. You could also do tshuva with it. The expression of Kshol Klipas and Klipa is from Yecheskel's Mekava uh, vision. Technically, klipas nega means a, a, a more a, a more softer shell. Shalosh klipas means means harder shells. There's a letter from the Rebbe. The shalosh klipas is onan seira. It's, it's, it's a cloud. A ruch seira. Ruch It's like a, a cloud, a wind, and a ish, uh, and a fire. You know, there's a what they are. The exact three klipas. They're basically very strong concealments. So generally, that's the, the definition. If you want the ruchnis of it, it's really a state where something was done that concealed it so deeply, you're not, you can't go there to elevate the sparks. That's really what it comes to. That's the way he says it. So let's say like that. Somebody worshipped a tree or a stone and turned it into a Vedazara. So that's not a place you can go to sparks. A place of prostitution. A place of anything that has been by human beings so-called defiled. It's not a place you're supposed to go to to elevate sparks. There's sparks there. 
but they're now been trapped and held hostage. The way we elevate the sparks is by avoiding it. Now, God forbid, should a person sin and fall there, not intentionally, they can then elevate. That's what he says in Tanya. So, Shoshkip Satmeis is not really a state that just something, that's what I'm saying. No one's born Shoshkip Satmeis. It comes. Love and surely his behavior could have led him into Shoshkip Satmeis. I'm sure that happened. But, but, yeah, but they don't usually define it like that. You'll see, you'll, they'll always define it like Kesed de Klippe. That's what they'll call it, or Chachma de Klippe. Shoshkip is already a state where it becomes impossible to refine. That's really the. If you really want to ask Shoshkip you have to really say it's a place that we cannot go into to refine. That's not a case. Haran is not that, or Yaakov wouldn't be there. Yaakov was able to refine. And was able to. Even Pare, even Mitzrayim, the Jews went there. They were sent there by God. They led there by God. So you can't say it's a place you're not allowed to be. Once they leave, you're not supposed to go back or whatever. I'm trying to say is not, it's not so easy to define Shoshkip Mitzrayim in an objective light. It's not like, is there a place in the world that Shoshkip Mitzrayim? Yeah, a place that's also to go. When Taylor says you're not allowed to go somewhere. That's for practical purpose controlled. They're not gone. They're darkened to the point that you can't access them. They're not gone. They're never gone. There's no such thing. It's very clear. It says clearly in many places. The Tzemach Tzedek writes at the end of Tanya Perikal, it says, Ein Bahem Gdusha. He adds, Ein Bahem Gdusha Klal, Mitzad Atzmon. They themselves don't have any holiness. But it's in there, but it's concealed. Sometimes it's compared to Chatich Nas Nevela. A piece of meat that falls that falls into a kosher piece of meat that falls into a pot, let's say, of non-kosher. So if it's uh, you know then it becomes non-kosher. So it's, it's still a kosher piece, but now it's become completely. It's like a, a black hole. The light is um, swallowed up by the the light is being like consumed by the the dark the, by the darkness. Okay, let's read the parentheses. Vyeshleimer. So now we're talking about Yaakov is able to repair the whole world to the point like it will be lost in love, where there will be transformation. Now we could say that in the beginning, when Yaakov was in Charon, he transmitted a very abundant level of energy. This is what I said before. When he came to Charan and he's dealing with such a crass place, the first thing is you need to have an abundance of energy to counter this. It's like the first time you come on a shlicha somewhere and the place is completely dark and, and God forsaken. So you have to like just, uh, like Hanukkah Sabayis, you just make a big party and just to get break through Pasach, you know, you break through and just have something. We're here. We're here to bring some godliness to this place. So that's what Yaakov did first. And he gives the example. Like Mount Teda. And this is like a similar to Mount Teda. You understood what I just said? You know the kinds of Chanukah Zabayis? Chesidus bring back Chanukah Zabayis when you, let's say, you open a, a new house, a new shul, a new structure, a new building. You make a whole party. Why do you make a party? Because you like give kayach. It's like it's like when you bring a child to school the first day. And I'm feeling like in the, what do you do? You bring what you're doing is you're um, to launch it. I mean, in in in, in, in the secular language, they call it christianing it. But when you launch something, you always do it with abundant strength to make like like you know like to send someone off. You always give them more um, 
Koyach, more power. So that's why Yaakov came. It was a welcoming party. I'm here. I'm the shliach sent by God to Choron. Is there any shliach in Choron, by the way? Is there anything like Choron.com? Huh? Where is Choron.com? <laughs> Choron is somewhere in the Syria, I think. Like in the, yeah, Syria, Iraq. There's a place, Choron. Any shluchim there? Anybody want to go? It's your territory. <laughs> head state. You'll be a head of state. You'll be a head of country. That'd be cool. Maybe a few, not even a handful. They got rid of them all. Was it Savram? Yeah, Iran is more than 1,500, 20,000 probably. Yeah. Okay, let's continue. One second. There was a mamish, there was literally a revelation of the divine infinite light below. And it's known, why was there Matan Teira such an abundance? Because the whole point was to give power for the rest of the generations to do what they had to do. In order to have the beard, in order that the tachn, which is the, the the material lower world, should be able to be refined. I'm sorry. And this, there was the beginning, a transmission like a like a strong surge, a strong infusion of divine. Power below. We say in Hazino. Uh, so he says, What does it say there? That uh, from Zorach uh, Mesoyer, that their Zorach is like Zichas Hashemesh, the sun rised. Rise. No, Zorach is. Zorach, ah, shined. One second, Zichas Hashemesh. Is the is the, yeah is the, yeah that soyer which is the Esav from soyer from the from not from soyer from the land of soyer came out a, 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 a came out a light and emerged from Harpodon. What does this refer to? This refers to soyer is Esav and Harpodon is uh, Yishmael. So the medicine the Gemara says says What does it say? Why do you say Mesalam? Because it says that the Abishta, before he gave the Tayra, he went to all the nations and and offered it to them. But primarily he went to Esav and Shishmal. That's why it says Vizarakh. So he went there. Why? So the question is asked why? They both rejected it. Yishmal rejected it on the grounds of different opinions because it said Laisitzach or Laisinov. He looked in the Tayra, he says, Hey, that's not for me. It says, don't murder or don't have, don't uh, be, uh, don't uh, be uh, promiscuous. And Esav also said the same thing. He also didn't reject it. So the question is asked, why did he go? The Ebershter knew they would reject it. More problem, what happens if they wouldn't reject it? What would he do? Tell the Jews, oh, I'm leaving you in Mitzrayim and, uh, you know, I changed my mind? After all that suffering? What's the point of going to them? Was it a game? So Kabbalah says, Zayah says, and he's going here, Shekol Zul Habirur. 
It was in order to refine them. He wasn't going to play. It was in order to give them the opportunity because one day they would receive it. And this was giving the power to refine them at the end of the day. First of all, Chassidim had received the Shabbat Mitzvah And secondly, you do see Christianity and Islam both were born at a thousand years later, 1700 years That's later. Hmm? The Rambam says it uh, paves the way to Mashiach. It's the beginning of the Birr. But that's why he says, Oz Epech and Safa Brura. Yeah, the Rambam says they paved the way because they bring the idea of God and they bring of unity, Mashiach, to the world. Even if it's not complete and perfect, but they're much more perceptive, they're more than pagans. They're believers. The best game came from Esau. I mean, uh, and Eden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said that earlier. First of all, so what? The same Rambam says what I just said. But it's paganism or it's not, it's not paganism? The Rambam Paskins that Shituf is a Vedazar. There's Shituf. The question is whether Shituf is a Vedazar for. There's two opinions. Shituf means partnership. That there's a God and there's partnership. There's also the two. The Holy Ghost. Um, God, Spirit, and the Holy Ghost. Huh? No, no, no. Islam, he says, is mamish monotheism. No, you're wrong. Monotheism, he says, befetish is like a muna. It's not even an issue to go into a mosque. The whole Rambam's Geras Taman. Shituf is Christianity. No, no. Shituf means Avedazar is a replacement for God. There's no God. You, you worship something else. Shituf is a partnership. Christianity is a question whether Christianity is Shituf. That's the question. He was a Shituf for the people. So there's opinion that for a Jew, Shituf is like Avedazar. There's other opinion it's not. And for a Goyim, there's also a question whether Shituf is Avedazar. Some say it's not. Many say it's not. There's a whole other from the Rebbe. Look in the Maimer, Maim Rab, Tovshin Zayn. There's a whole other the Rebbe speaks about it at length. To all the sources in Halacha. It's Halachic Shaila, this. But the bottom line I want to say is like this. No matter how you twist it, the fact of the matter is that we don't have in the United States of America if we're not for Christianity. Because Christians found this country, not Jews. And this country is based on principles that are very, very Torahic. So that's, there's, not, there's no... We see in history, the fact is that the non-Jewish world has embraced Torah values. Bottom line is, Mashiach comes, they for sure will embrace it. What he's saying here is that by Matan Tater was a taste of it. By Why did Hashem go to them? Give the Torah to the Eden, and that's it. He went to them for the bitter, to help refine them. Yeah? Yes. The rejection was they weren't ready for it yet. But the, by, just by going, already was an order gave. It's like giving power. It's like, that's what he says. Matan Tater, the whole world, it says the birds didn't chirp. The Goyim came to Abilam and said, what's going on? He said, Hashem is. Why did they have to hear? Because it was refining the world. It was giving a power to refine. Even for Jews, Matan Tater was not the final thing. It was giving us the power. We still have plenty of work to do after that. Now we're told the work is finished. But I'm saying Matan Tater was like an Asinas Kayach, not a final thing. Matan Tater was a surge. God came down to give us the power. It's like before you go, launch you off on a trip, I, give, I, I meet you and I give you all the strengths you need. Now go off. Now you have all the power. Like What do we say? The nine months that the child is being developed, it says he's giving Mashbin from the word Svia. Svias Kayach is giving strength to deal with the fire. Why do we learn nine months in our mother's womb? It's, it, you forget it afterwards. The same thing here. You forget it. 
but consciously you forget it, but you have it embedded in you. After Avram, after God went to Esau and Yishmael, which are children of Avram and Yitzchak respectively, it, get, it, it was the beginning of the beer. You could really interpret it two ways. That it was Bishvil Habir in order to be Mavar them, or in order for them to be more receptive to it later. Like many times, you may offer something to someone, the first time they'll say no. You offer them again, they reconsider it. And now maybe, yeah. Like it says elsewhere. I mean, it's a global picture here. Remember, for 2,000 years, we've developed a Golos mentality where we think Goyim are just like the, uh, are, 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 are to be looked at as, ne- as negatives. And the only thing is Jews. It's not true. God created a world with all the people, and He wants the world to be transformed. That's the whole story here of, of, of love and so on. We're not talking about insulation, we're talking about transformation. This is so saying, going back to Yankov, that's also Yank, same thing, Yaakov, in order to refine Himshik Bitchila Gili In the beginning, he transmitted a very abundant, powerful light. And Lovin, here he says, and Lovin could not oppose that. That's the beginning when he began to work. That's why Lovin didn't build the Gal then. He couldn't stop this. Because this was, like you can't stop Mount Tera. But after Mount Tera, what does it say? Once they start traveling in the Midbar, that's when you're vulnerable. That's when Amalek comes and attacks. Well, Amalek comes and attacks before, actually. Once God, you, once, so to speak, you're on your journey, on a road, on the road, it's far, it's, you're very vulnerable. What, what does it say? Amalek went and attacked the end, you know, the back of the... the, 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 the huh? Stragglers. The stragglers. Because when they're all intense and powerful, by Martin Taylor, you cannot oppose them. Bilam said this also to Bullock. You can't oppose them when you're trying to attack them because God will never let you let me curse them. You want to attack them? Send those women from Midian. Let them kill themselves. He understood the vulnerability is going to come from when you're uh, not from when there's a big ghillie coming. And it's impossible to stay Why did Bilam need him for 20 years? Why did he need him at all? Why did, what, Needed some of that energy for himself. Let's finish the now you have to bring it into the real world. Now Yaakov Vahalchaldarke, he's going back to his home. And he's gonna to have to bring it down Bamidavashir in a measured way. It's not bleak vulair anymore. Now that he's going then the Shema, Bateda Mitzvah, this bitl of Atikunatzilis now has to go into Biyah. But Bikinis Midvishus Zain, Vyakov Halchadarke, Bikinis Sedvadraga, that means now Yaakov goes on his way. He's no longer just just doing being you know being in, in, in full glory. Once he did all this remembering, so he's done. Hold on. Going back home. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because there's a world to be refined. It's, he did. He built his home. He didn't build change the world yet. But he started now traveling, and, and working in a form of a progressive way. Here is where love and Arami wants to and is able to create a very deep darkness and concealment. However, it didn't help him. It couldn't help him because Yaakov already transmitted that big 
abundant uh, initial surge of energy that's higher than Ishtalstus. By Yaakov doing that, he also caused that even in the Hamshach, even in the transmission of Midah Vashir, where there is a structure of Torah Mitzvahs, not just this, this, this like above, uh, beyond limits. In it was transmitted the Pnimis, the inner and the core of Ein Seif. So in Torah Mitzvahs, he gave that type of power. So even though love and wanted and is able to now do some concealment, but he couldn't really achieve his goals. Isn't, isn't the, the same as the No, why? Let, 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 me, let me explain something. Yaakov went to Charon and he's working with the Tzayin. He's bringing down great energies. But you know something? We didn't even have Mount Teri yet. So we're talking here is the beginning of power. Avram Avinu also did great stuff. You know, you have Avram and Avraham. Right? In the beginning, Avram was Avram. Avram was a higher level. Sechlanel Mekolrayim. He was the unconscious. And then Avram is meant to bring it down into the world. Av Hamayin Goyim. He should become the father of nations. Yaakov was on a high level and doing very high work in Choron. But the world is not Mashiach yet. He had plenty of work to do. He still had to come back and deal with Esau. And he had to deal with the whole world that was not yet ready. So, so what happened was it was like a mountain tater. Mountain tater is a very powerful, but never Adam is essentially when the soul is prepared to come down to this earth. Mashbiyan, they say, you give it all the powers, a lot of, lot of power. You learn the whole tater. You're given a lot of energy to face the battles of this world. So when you come to the world, even though it's concealed, you have within you all the fact, everything you need to fight. In life itself, you're going to have a few type of mountain taters. You're going to have a, a bris, or for a girl. A, a naming, Abshenish, a bar mitzvah, a wedding, Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah, Sukkot. Essentially, in life, we have times when we get an extra abundant energy, which his goal is to give us the strength to deal with the rest of the week, the rest of the year. You have once a week Shabbos, but why not have six day Shabbos and one week, one day Chayil? A lot of people would like that, because the goal is Dira B'Tachtenim, but you can't do it alone. So you need to have these special days that have an abundance of energy. All these are, are examples of... Matan Teda, obviously, is a one-time big thing. But the goal is not to stay by, by, by Hasinai. The goal is to take it. Why does the Maragum not want to go on Teretz Yisrael? They want to stay where Matan Teda was. They want to stay with Anoni Yaakov. They want to be protected. They want to stay in Kail. It's not the goal. Noyach, once he went into the... Teva, he didn't want to leave. Teva Sateda, Teva Satfila. God has to tell him, Tsei Minat Teva. The whole idea... Neshama doesn't want to come down to this world. Al So, but you're but you're not coming alone. You're coming with power. The whole idea of a shlichus. Why should you want to go out of your comfort zone? But that's where the kavon is, and that's where you'll become great. Also, lech I mean, you go through the whole tater. You're going to find this everywhere. So, uh, but you don't go alone. You go with power. You're always given. There's always every initial journey comes with a very big surge of power. That infused Yaakov with all the power. It infused us, Taylor Mitzvah, and I was going to say, and Tshuva and everything, with an Atzmizdika power. But that doesn't mean that it, it's been it's been actualized. It says everywhere. Chassidus gave us, you learn a tiny Perek Lamed Vav. She says, Me'ein Zahayi B'Matan Taylor. He speaks, Mashiach will come, will be Gilele Kuzbein. Me'ein Zahayi B'Matan Taylor. A taste of it was B'Matan Taylor, and Matan Taylor gave us the power that we, through our work, will be able to bring it when Mashiach comes. We learn Basilegani. 
Seven generations of concealment. Seven generations of revelation. Moshe v'shachanti b'seichem, der right? So why did Moshiach come? Because that was, that was in a microcosm. That was in Yisrael. That was, uh, Moshe didn't even go into Yisrael. Now comes the long years of Golos. And then come another seven generations of the Rabbeim. And the Rebbe says, the last, that now we're ready for the real Geula. So Geul Rishon, Geul Achrim. You know, Yitzhiz Mitzrayim is a taste of Geula. My point is that the goal is we're transforming the world. Yaakov is, we're talking here, Yaakov giving the power to do so. And, but everything plays itself out. Lovan is Lumaz of Yaakov, in this sense. But he's saying now that Lovan's, all his plots, cannot really challenge it because Yaakov had already done the job. He had, in other words, all the Golas that we've gone through cannot erase Matan Teda. Matan Teda did something that no, no one could ever block. That doesn't mean there aren't challenges. But the, the infusion that from now on you can make a chefza, chefza shagdushi. You know what it says in Exodus? That before Matan Teda, they couldn't take a physical matter and turn it into spirit. You couldn't turn matter into energy. Now that you can turn matter into spirit, that's because Matan Teda gave us the power. But that's still plenty of work to be done. So that's what he's saying here. Okay. So now that he has to bring it down, that's where Lava wants it, but it doesn't help. Because of Yaakov's Aveda, He's basically saying here, not that Lovin isn't trying, and not that Lovin doesn't have an impact on us. He said clearly that we have the... I mean, people suffer from COVID today, right? There are people who have the taiva of COVID. So clearly there's a Lovin at work. He's saying is that Lovin did not have the power to block it all. Because once Yaakov infused it in mitzvahs, it has that power. And the same thing, Yaakov also gave the power to transmit the union of tshuva. The mashkalei Which means that he's drawn to it with even more intensity. By Baal Tshuva it says the mashkanlei, that he's, uh, he's mashkan, he schleps. Right? Mashkanlei, uh, schlep. Uh, he, uh, his, his, his drive, the drive is even more bechelyatir, chayel is strength. With even more strength and energy. Mashkanlei, I think that it schleps him. You know, it was with his hunger, his thirst. Mashkanlei bechelyatir. Because he's thirsty, it's like he has a far greater urge and a far greater power. So in other words, Yaakov transmitted into Tshuva this power that should have that, that hunger. Like he said before, Lovan, if it was up to him, there'd be no Hesedus Tshuva. He would block it out. But Yaakov transmitted through his initial surge and energy, he transmitted that power that about Tshuva will have in deep hunger. The deep hunger you can thank Yaakov for. Had Yaakov not done his work with Lovan's chain, remember it was hard work. He was dealing with a corrupt guy who lied to him, seven years of hard labor, another seven years of hard labor. There were serious efforts there. Those years of his hard labor with the saying, Pastor gave the power for a Baal today to be thirsty for God. Think of it that way. And we're all Baal Tshuva in that sense. Or we're Baal Aveda. There's only two options. Someone once got up, I remember, by a table. Not, I was sitting at a table. And, uh, and they introduced him. And uh, he introduces himself. Uh, you mean by dinner? A no, like a Friday night dinner. Oh. It was very funny. And, you know, there's the Balchuva name. So someone said he's a Balchuva. Uh, so, so someone said to him, so what, 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 what's the other alternative? He says, a tzaddik. He says, no, there's only a Balchuva and a Balaveda. There's no tzaddikim at the table here. Understand? So it's not that you, know, you say Balchuva, like as if FFBs are what? What are they? Tzaddikim? How would you define them? We don't talk about it in public. 
Pro, no, there's some people program Jews, mechanical Jews, and then you have people who've uh, paid a price. Okay, so he gave this power. And, and anyway, if you, in case you think you're a tzaddik, there's always, always last of tzaddik, I bet you tzaddik, you have to do tshuva, so. It didn't help. So he, he infused the Torah mitzvahs with something that's higher. Aha, uh-huh. so this is interesting. So Yaakov, this is how Eris and Kalim of Atzillus are not just revealing Eris and Kalim. Remember, they're not just revealing Keich HaGvul, Avein Seif, Avelikus, they're also Keich HaBligvul. That's the reason. Kavaldik. No, the Sphiris are not just a number, and they're not just telling a story, they're also revealing the infinite, Behirus. They're a transparent channel for the infinite light, which gives the power to to, re, to, to fight the, the, the Klippa against the Levushim. So Levushim, regular ones, conceal. The Klippa ones fight against. And this has the power to infuse it all. So Atsilis basically is a mamutza. Atsilis is an interface, not just in regular situations. It's able to also bring a bligvul that fights klipa. No, that's a, a critical point. Critical point. Because you could say, why do you need to have the bligvul? So you could say it's for our interface to connect with God, but it's also extremely necessary to, to, to challenge the... If Atsilis didn't have bligvul in it, the, the lovans and the klippas of, and the, and the shlavushim of biyah, would not be able to be pierced. That's what it comes down to. It's a very good question. You keep learning, coming here to these classes, and you'll find out. That's what we've been learning. That's the whole Exactly correct. Many places he's already explained different examples of it. We get tastes of it. We get we have we have glimpses of it. We have a whole bunch. We've gotten a few. That's the spirits. That's the whole idea of spirit. Yeah. So there's a no, but he's asking a practical way. Earlier we spoke, he, he spoke earlier, for example, the effects of the makifim, obligvul, on us are Mr. Snefesh, Kabbalah sale. Whenever a person can change his behavior, like real um, effort to change your behavior is obligvul, it's a taste of obligvul. Because how could a, an, a leopard can't change its stripes? So when you have a taiva and you hold it back and not act in it, or you channel it to do something else, it's a taste of obligvul. Only we can do that because we have bleak in us. Nothing in this world can do that. A leopard will always be a leopard. You can't train a leopard to stop hunting. You could train a human being to stop indulging in their things. That's, if you want, the simplest exact taste of bleak that's, that's just bechira. That's not what it means. Since when is bechira just bechira? Bechira is a very big thing. You know what bechira means? Nothing has bechira in this world. The sun can't decide that it wants to go somewhere else. This world is built by, by clockwork. You can't decide you're not going to eat today. You could, but then you'll, something will happen to you. You can't jump up uh, 10 feet if you, you know, there's, there, we have limits. The world is made of limits. The ability to go out of limits requires a, a gili oblique vul. Simple as that. So let's just finish the parentheses here. And the primary thing that Yaakov impacted with this transmission of this Bleak Vuldic energy. That no curtain and no shield and no cloak can separate. Can separate, can divide or separate between, to the air. 
I just explained that this is the whole point why the Eidus of Atsilas are Behiris, Sapir, to the, even the Bligvul, which gives the power to not allow these mess that, that no Pasha can actually break. Remember we said before that Lovin is what? He said, it says on its own, there's nothing with the Gemara says, Ain, um, What's the expression there? And the lesson is, I feel that mechutzu shel bazel ain mafsikim bein nechem bein avinu avichem shabbos shemayim. But then it says nothing can separate between you, even the bigger thing. Kiim avnesechen hayim avdilin. Sins could, because that's up to you. So now he's saying, and that's what Lovin wants to do. He wants to separate. But the, Yaakov's abundant energy, because he's Eidus Datsilis, that have also a Bligvul, but not just tell the story of Bligvul, they also reveal in a transparent way Bligvul. That's what. That's why he was able to cause, this is a very powerful line, yes? no curtain, nothing can block you, will ultimately block you from the Lagabe compared to the can block between between you and the energy and the light. Which means that there be the transmission of Tehidah Mitzvahs, drawing down Tehidah Mitzvahs below, and there should be the union of Tshuva. We could also say, Okay, so the first thing he's saying now is, that Yaakov came, in the beginning it was abundance of energy, and because there was abundance of energy, Lovin came afterwards. Lovin could not stop that. And when he came already and did what he did, he couldn't really stop that initial infusion that Yaakov achieved. Now he's saying, because Yaakov was preceded and he came first. And he drew down the century. I'm sorry. Before Lovin had a chance to build this mound, because the beginning he drew down this abundant energy that love and did not have the capacity to, to oppose. This is abundant energy. And then afterwards it says that he 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 built a he wrote he erected a a matseva marker before. The mound that Lovin built, the Lovin uh, uh, constructed. Uh-huh. So see what the of is? Yeah. 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 Okay, so there's one thing that Yaakov came first and began, not that he came first, but he also was abundant energy. Lovin could not oppose that. Yeah, that Lovin could not oppose that. And even when Lovin came, what Yaakov did already changed things. He was first, so to speak. Now it looks like he's saying... Okay, now he's saying, just like, I think he's saying... Just like, because it could, or because Yaakov came first with this air, so he also came first that he built the matseva before he built the marker before Love and built the gal, the mound. Before the In other words, 
Because Batseva is already the, the work of Atseid Vadrag. It's not the 20 years of his working in the Lovan. So in the Matseva it says there's also the transmission of Tehidimitzvah from Seyed Vadraga. So till now he just said that the, the original Aveda, which was a bleak Vuldag Aveda, infused later the Tehidimitzvah's Naveda. The fact that he made a Matseva adds, adds another dimension to this. Because you could say even without the Matseva he already did what he had to do. But this adds more. That even in the Aveda, in the work where you'd go in an organized way, where you build a Matseva, even there he proceeded Love on the mound. That's, that's the additional component here. Which means even in the world of Gvul, he came first. Not just that Bleak Gvul came first before Gvul, but even in the world of Sviris, with his Edis and Sviris, even in the world of Mispur and Sipur, he also precedes Lovan. That's the Vart. It's a very interesting Vart. Very interesting. Very deep Vart. In other words, it's something like this. You could say, you know what? Tere Bagoyim Al Taimen, but Chachm Bagoyim Taimen. But then you could say, Chachmaschum benaschum le'ene kala'amim. So you could say, okay, in Tehidah you're hired. But in Chachmah, maybe uh, you can have someone that's not, you're equal. But even in Chachmah, even in your world, there's also, so it creates even more power. Then Kedusha, it's not just that Kedusha is superior to the opposite. Even in the world of your, on your terms, in Gvul, I also have a superior, a, 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 yeah, I preceded you. Instead, that's a Meredikavart. No, it's not just that you're greater in, in your holiness. Even when you come to the world on my terms, so to speak. Well, that, the reason is because it comes afterwards because of the bar mitzvah. Because you still need the bleak vol. No, no, because if you just had the matzeva and the gal and you didn't have his original, you wouldn't be able to transform. You'd maybe be able to uh, oppose a bit. You need both. The Bligvul creates a um, ability to transform the system. You have to be out of the system to transform the system. That's for sure. But but if you want to transform the system within the system, you need also an agent that enters into the system. Basically, you need to have also a program that enters and speaks the language. That's why we speak, that's why the Alter Rebbe says, wherever Jews <coughs> went in Golis, they, they spoke the language of the, of the country they were in. They dressed their garments. Because it's not just enough to bring Kedusha, you know, it's to be on the terms of the world and also bring Bligvul there. That's the Chiddush. To be B'Shad HaMelech, like Mordechai, and still be Mordechai. That's far greater than... In other words, when you speak on the terms of, of Dinah Machus Dinah, to realize that Bligvul ain't Eid Movade still. Because some people say, once you're already on the terms of the world, you have to go by the rules. That's a big Chiddush. The Rebbe says, you know, we say, whenever in Rome, you go by Rome. Like what it says, Ozo Lekarta Holech Bin Musa. You come to the city, you behave according to its rules. It's used twice. That's where the Malachim ate when they came to Avram. And that's why Moshe didn't eat when he went up in the mount. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So you can interpret this two ways. The Rebbe has an unbelievable sikh in Tov Shin Nun This is a very, very unbelievable sikh. He says two ways you can interpret this. You can interpret it. Okay, God created the structure. And when you're now in, a, in, a, in someone's home or in someone's environment, you've got to behave like that. So you, essentially, you're not the same as when you are there. And that's how the Hashem wants. We're talking about Api Allah even. It's like, um, now you have to follow those rules. Dina machus dina. But it's a different level, right? You're not the same. You want to have Eneid Movade, then you got to go into your own domain. The Rebbe says, no, the only reason you're there is also because Atmos put you there. Don't deceive yourself to think that the rules are really... He wants you to do the rules, that's why. Not because the rules really have power. So it's the same Bittl B'Metzi is there, just like you have it 
when you're in that domain. That's a whole different world. That means the gvul itself of, of the Welt is also, as you said, Shir Asmin Bikeah, that God wants that gvul. That's not, that gvul doesn't have power. See, that's a whole different, so that's the Pshat here. In other words, so even in the terms of gvul, Yaakov also brings that level of, um, of superiority. That's a Matseva, Bittl. Because Matseva is Bittl. Gal is a big mound, is a mound, a lot of stones. Is that, is that, is that I, Huh? Is that what you say? Eshadarka Limnes? As opposed to That's the numbers. Eshadarka Limnes is what? Is that in, in, the, in the quality, in the quantity of number, you reveal the quality. Yeah. yeah, you could say something like that. Yes, that in the quantity of Kalim, yeah. In the world of quantity, even there you appreciate quality. That's why you don't have to have spheres that are Behiris and Sipur. You also want spheres that are in this world. The same sphere that is a reflection and the story of Bligvul, to the point of Behirus of Bligvul, of transparency, that same sphere is also called sphere that's a number. Yes, it's exactly right. That's the ultimate goal. That's unbelievable. Yeah. One second, let me just finish this parenthesis. It is a whole different sugi, this parenthesis, a whole different dimension here. But, um, so even, even in this world where they are doing Tehidah Mitzvahs already in an organized structure, progression, even there Yaakov also proceeded before Yaakov was, before Lovin was able to build a gal, a mound. That's why Lovin's building of the Gal did not help him. The, the building the mound and the and the separation. Umashakosov question now. Didn't we say before that Avenisay dude separate? So how could you say Yaakov's proceeded did not does not allow a separation? Say because a sin of a Jew, God forbid, is worse than the Gal of Lovam. Wow. Which is what? A sin of a guy? No, not a sin. It's his behavior. His behavior. When I eat himself, when Yaakov himself, Yaakov's children themselves build a Gal, basically, it's far worse than Lovam building. That's what he's saying. Because then, Gadua Yesus, Shechetzitzimavdil, because that blocks and separates. That's not over. Because Yaakov still had an effect. Yaakov, remember, said, infuse us with the power of tshuva. And nothing stops and stands before tshuva. Tell them we're finishing in a minute. So let me do the kitzur and we'll stop here. the So then he continues after the parentheses. Ah, and because of the fear of all this, it's interesting, the parentheses seemingly should have gone after the, the end. No, 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 but there's a reason it didn't go. One second, let me just say. Okay, the bottom line is because of the fear of all this Yaakov doing, love and build this, this mound. But like you said in the parentheses, it didn't help because of all this. It's interesting, of all parentheses, this one does seem to fit more. But I think he wanted to say it after Moshiach, that's why. Because he wanted to give the whole process of how it began. So 
so what, what, what was Lovin's motivation for keeping him there 20 years and not kicking him out of the First of all, what do you mean kicking him out? He yeah, said, Lovin, uh, you're not miss, missing a key point. Lovin underestimated him. He had no clue what he's capable of. Now, now after 20 years, he realized who he's dealing with. That's the whole point. <laughs> exactly. He needs an emergency action. He had no deal with it. He thought Lovin, yeah, that's why he could fool. You know, he thought, I fooled him for seven years. I'll fool him another seven years. He thought he had it over him. Meanwhile, Yaakov was busy doing stuff without Kudim, Nekudim, Vrudim. By the time Yad Lovin, Found out he, he found that he had a you know the greatest deception of Yaakov was not the deception that he stole the, he took the the, the birthright from Esav or he stole the brachas was in Lovan because with Lovan it says im Lovan im Aroma I'll also his, that's the ultimate avedi you work behind the scenes under the radar by the time the guy finds out what you're capable of not only that he didn't just have the chain he had he had Lovan Sarah he had Rachel and Leah and he had Shvatim. He had a Ruvain, a Shimon, a Levi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was a, it was a uh, too late. You know, no, it's just like this. It's like the Jews living in Germany or in Egypt and building their families. And by the time you realize and you want to do something, they already have built their. Uh, you can't do nothing. You can you can weaken them. You can fight them. Listen, Lovin would go through. Uh, Esau went through plenty. Uh, sorry, Yaakov went through many of challenges. It's not over. But the power was established. That was the bottom line. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Kitsis. So then so that love comes to oppose it. This is unbelievable. This is like the story of love and you know this that's Pasha. That's why he did the partial. This was so rich. I mean just uh, yeah. unbelievable. I'll buy we had a partial like this every every, uh, every Pasha you could do this, by the way. <laughs> He could. He just doesn't do it. Yeah, but he seems to use a few weeks on Vayetze over here. Vayetze and Vayishlach. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I said... this is still Vayetze. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's still okay. So, Kitzur, the Indian, the Indian is the Indian spheres of Abiyah and Betachos HaYichud. The ten spheres of Abiyah are ultimate unity. Vatzilus Yichud HaEres, Vayichud HaKel. In Vatzilus, both the energies are Vayichud and the Yichud containers are also. Alderich Yochid VeEchod. Like oneness and unity within diversity. But that's already Guva Nefesh. In the Biyah, the Kalim are also united, but that's already like a body to a soul. So there's a unity, the body is alive, connects with the soul, but it's already a body, it's not the soul. In Atsilas, it's the Kalim of the soul, the faculties of the soul. So in this case, this, according to this explanation, faculties would be. Kelm of Atsilis and Guf would be earlier he spoke that the Guf is an example for a Kalem Chubr. But more specifically it's Atsilis and Biyah. Good. And I should add, then there's also Levushim, but Levushim here are still the garments are still holy ones. Then there's also in the Umazen, the other side there's also ten spheres. I'm sorry, Lovan Hoya from the Klippa. We said that before. And Lovin had both was both Keser and Chochma of Klippa, which is the Makifim of Klippa. For Ratzel Lovin lasts his gal the Hefzik Shalei's batters. And Lovin want desired to create a mound and a split, Hefzik, a barrier, a division, that there should not be a Shalei's batter, he shouldn't be refined. Kiabirunim de Tere Mitzvah with Tfilah Vetshuva, because the refinements through Tere Mitzvah and prayer and Shuvah Huay De'er Elyon is through a higher energy, Shainim Esalem. That is not concealed by the regular veils and curtains, and it has the power to refine. 
And that's what Lovin was opposed. Yeah, the alien that has the power. Not not just the regular creation exists. Everything is fine. You're coming now to refine. Not not that. Okay. I'm sorry. I need reading glasses. Because I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I hope someone told me that maybe you're not teaching any base, maybe you're teaching some of love. You know. <laughs> like like chutzpah, the nerve to heaven. Inyan klipas. Then he goes the parentheses. Inyan klipas. Hakovid levushi kovid. Both the klipa of kovid. That's lovan. And is the klipa of kovid of honor? Someone that light from kovid. You know, someone that wants recognition. Well, like it says, anyone who pursues honor, the honor eludes him. Anyone that uh, runs away from honor, the honor pursues him. And the Rebbe adds, when you're running away from honor, it doesn't mean you're looking over your shoulder to see it running after you. <laughs> like a dog and its master. And because he saw the success of Yankov in Birurim, the Bitchilis That's the parentheses. Because the beginning of the beer, there need to be. Oh, now he explains why this parenthesis does go before. Because the beginning of the refinement needs to be an abundant energy, like by Mount Teda. See, the second half of the parenthesis is really go, fits, fits afterwards, right? But the first half, that's what he was opposing, because it was like Mount Teda and all that. Because the Rebbe Rashab is basically building in, because he had that abundance, that's why Lovin couldn't stop. But that's what Lovin was opposing. He tried his best. For us, love and gal chilufim v'tmuras b'gedei lahaylam, and love and did a gal. Remember, before gal was what disorganized letters. Now he says gal, according to Sif Sikrein, is not just disorganized but chilufim v'tmuras. It's something like a chid as well. It's a rechanging of, it's a reorganization of the letters. So it's actually very consistent to what we learned before. All to conceal. Achloi hoyel. Oh, here's the second half of the parentheses outside of the parentheses. Interesting. You're mechavin, by the way. Because this is actually now, the parentheses is coming after. Now we see. Elu ve'elu diva le'kim chayim. I thought there's no nevuah b'zman hazah. I'm just giving it to Shem. You're passing it yourself. Eno de mas me'at smishet, I think. No. You're acknowledging you're a novi. That's what you're saying, basically. Okay. So I don't know if this is yesh or so. Would you rather? It's British, it's British. <laughs> would you rather be a novi and a sheita, or, or 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 not a novi and not a sheita? Chalchemadet <laughs> novi. For us, love and gal chilum. This achloi hoyel. It didn't help. Achas him she yankev era atzmi because after yankev transmitted this, the core energy nimshach achikach b'midav v'shir b'teder mitzvahs. It afterwards also transmitted into the into the structure teder mitzvahs, which is done with a mida and shir. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It all fits. Yeshlemer could also say that also this this he did he also transmitted it before he was able to he had the, before he was he, he, he able to um, had time to build the mound. I want to just say one thing. The Shira Mid of Tayra Mitzvah, if you remember there was two things in Mitzvahs. God's desire, which is bleakful, transcendence, rots and keser. And there's this, this specific measurement. It's exactly that, that midah, or you do it at a certain time. So it's really, how do you reconcile the gvul and bleakvul there? The answer is, 
because there's a, the, the interface where they both meet, where ultimately spheres are both misper and bli misper. Spheres is both structure, and in the structure he also precedes lovan, and therefore has the power to. Um, so even a mid of a gvul, we also have so-called the bli mid of a gvul, the bli misper, beyond number. Okay, we'll stop here. We did the end of chapter one eight one o eight, page two ten to eleven.